Welcome to Rome. This is The Bittersweet Life with Katie Sewell and Tiffany Parks. Well, welcome to The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell. I'm Tiffany Parks. Welcome once again to Rome, uh, where we have a conversation about what it's like to be two expatriates living in a foreign country, that country being Italy. Tiffany is here and has been here for the last 10 years. I'm here just for this year, so that's the way of it, and we're talking. And hey, Tiffany. Hey, Katie. We are al- we're also not just random people who happen to have <laughs> met in Rome, although that would be cool, too. We've known each other since we were 11, when we met on the school bus. Yes, Tiffany took me in. I was a probably undoubtedly a loser child at that point, and she... <laughs> I was new. I thought you took me in. Yeah, but you looked cool. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> she looked cool. I never looked cool until high school. I was just told, actually, the other day that um, I had a gothy look in high school. Do you think that's true? Somebody told me that. No, you did not. No. This was a guy that like used to work for my dad, and he said, oh, I remember your daughter. She was the one that was like, what, really angry and sullen and sort of gothy? That wasn't you. Maybe it was your sister. No, I think it was me. I think I hid it from you well. (laughs) Maybe. Or maybe you were putting it on for people who didn't know you as well. The only thing gothy about you is that you have naturally dark hair and light skin. So obviously maybe maybe that was just an idea that got into his head. Yeah. Maybe I was just wearing eye makeup at that time. Uh, So Tiffany just arrived and now we're having tea and we're having uh, some sweets. And what, what are you eating right there? This is called a tozzetti. Um, it's a type of cookie that in, in America, actually, they call it biscotti. Mm-hmm. Bis- biscotti, I think, is how they say biscotti. it. Biscotti. <laughs> but um, it's actually called um, a tozzetto. Uh, and it's, uh, it's a pretty, you know, if you know what a biscotti is, that's what it is. <laughs> Except it's better because it's really soft. Yeah, see, I think of biscotti as being teeth-breaking. Yeah, well, they're not supposed to be. That's just <laughs> the way they end up when they're made in America. <laughs> Gotcha. Well, part of this is uh, me soothing Tiffany because you've had a little bit of a rough day. Well, my day was fine. It's just my walk home. I I made a a resolution this year to walk to and from work. It's only about a 40-minute walk, so I figured that I would get some exercise and I would therefore not have to wait for the bus, which is uh, the bane and has been the bane of my existence for the past two years. So I thought, I'll just walk to work, and it'll take me the same amount of time. I like the walking part, but it's the people that I encounter that drive me crazy. I used to walk to and from work back when I was living in Seattle. And I had this walk uh, that was pretty mapped out that once I was out of the neighborhood I worked in, I didn't run into anybody. What I got used to get mad at were the cars. And that was mainly just because... Not because my life was in danger or anything, but I was listening to podcasts, and every time they would go by, I'd be like, oh, I can't hear, you know? So then I have to put it on pause, and then I started wandering around these back alley-type streets, which took me longer to get home, but that I could actually hear the whole time. Did you ever wonder, mm, I'm walking around back alleys where there are no pedestrians, and I'm listening to a podcast. Maybe I'm putting myself in danger. But it's Seattle, you know? I mean... I was uh, walking in neighborhoods that were definitely safe. So I don't know. What's your neighborhood? What's your walk like? Why well, are you so angry all the time? <laughs> thank you. Well, you know, I actually, it's it bothering me because I did this. I made this decision because I thought it would be better for me, my health. And, and also, you know, commuting kind of makes you feel nasty and it, it upsets you. I'll just be free and in the open air. And the truth is I really like the walk. I like the morning air and even walking home in the afternoon is fine. But Number one, like you said, the cars. 
But in my case, it's not because I'm listening to anything, <clears throat> but because the people almost hit me. You know how it is. You've been here long enough to <laughs> get used to the drivers. As you go sort of out of the center of the city, because my, uh, my work is, it's not far, but it's definitely not the historic center. It's not in the very heart of the city. So I'm sort of going out into the, the almost the outskirts. It's more industrial over it's there. It's a little more industrial. It's the San Paolo area, if you're familiar with Rome. Big, wide streets with lots of cars going fast. And, you know, you cross at a crosswalk, and the cars, they don't stop at crosswalks here. To make someone stop at the crosswalk, he has to not have any way to get around you. Because if they can, they will, well, if they can, they'll just keep going and you'll stop for them, which is what usually happens. But if you're really stubborn like I am, I don't stop for them. I make them stop for me. But they don't actually, I say that, but they don't stop for me. They just go around me. They swerve around me. They, they slow down as little as possible. They try to gauge how fast I'm going. So the truth is, if I tripped, they would hit me. Or if I like sped up really fast and walked faster than they thought I was walking, they would hit me. It really irks me because I feel like you are surrounded by this machine. You know, nothing's going to happen to you, but I'm just walking and I'm gonna, you're going to hit me and I'm going to die probably. And nothing's going to happen to you, at least not physical. So I get really, really angry at that. And I also get angry when I see people texting while they drive. Now I'm starting to see the bus drivers do it. That makes me almost irrationally angry. <laughs> so what do you do about it? There's really, there's nothing you can do. Sometimes, like, if I catch their eye, I'll, like, mime a cell phone. But they don't care. They have no shame. I mean, I'm sorry. And I'm not trying to clump all Romans together, but I'm, I'm really clumping the drivers together because I think that when people get behind the wheel of their car, sometimes they change. Or maybe it's just that their true personality comes out. I don't know. What's the driving requirement? Do they teach people how to drive? Because it's true, they all do swerve left and right to get going faster and to get ahead of each other. Is that just part of how it's trained? This is no, what driving is? I'm sure that's not how they're taught if they go to driving school. I haven't been to Italian driving school. It's actually, I have to do it this year because in Italy, if you're a resident, a foreigner, but a resident, your own driver's license from your own country only is valid for one year. And then you have to get a driver's license from, from Italy in this case. So <clears throat> I need to go to driving school, but I, I, I don't want to. <laughs> um, as you can imagine, I don't want to drive in the city. Walking is dangerous enough. But anyway, um, I think that they, they drive the way that they drive because they feel that they have to. And in some case, they I don't mean necessarily in regard to the pedestrians, but in, in regards to the other cars, if you're driving in Rome and you, you know, let's say you have to turn onto a busy street and you're kind of timid about it and you're waiting until, you know, you've got a large gap before you go so you make sure you don't cut anyone off, you're going to infuriate the people behind you and they will scream and honk at you. So you can't do that. You have to just go. In some ways, people are more defensive drivers here because they have to be. Because, you know, at any second, at any moment, a car is going to cut you off and you have to be totally ready for that. So I always say to Claudio, my husband, who's, who's a very defensive driver, I say, you know, it feels like there's two types of drivers on the road. There's the defensive drivers who are always avoiding accidents. And then there's these horrible drivers who are just throwing themselves into the middle of the street. And they're like, well, everyone else will break for me because, you know, obviously. And I feel like... Obviously, these people, they must sometimes get mixed up, and the defensive people aren't there for the <laughs> offensive people to be defensive to. I don't know, that doesn't make sense. But obviously, sometimes <laughs> bad drivers encounter other bad drivers. If you always think, well, that person's going to stop for me. Well, maybe he's another bad driver like you. 
that's what I meant. So I think that's the problem. I think that they kind of feel that they have to. But even even with pedestrians, I was walking down the street the other day. I wasn't quite to the crosswalk yet. I was walking down the street, and there were two people crossing at the crosswalk, and they had a green light, a green walking light, but the cars could turn right crossing that crosswalk. And there was a guy who needed to turn right, and he was waiting. It was a miracle or something. But he was waiting. He had slowed down, and he was letting those pedestrians pass. And the guy behind him started honking. And I thought to myself, I would be so angry if I were that driver. And I, here I am waiting for people to pass and pedestrians on the crosswalk with a green light. And you're honking at me behind me. See, that infuriates me more that they even set it up that way. Because that's something you encounter in Rome a lot where as a pedestrian, you have a green light. So you can cross across the crosswalk. But at the same point, it's green arrowing everybody who's turning right into you. I know. And if they're not paying any attention, it's dangerous. No, well, usually they don't. I mean... The street where Katie and I both live, we live on the same street, <laughs> but about two blocks between us is a very major street that intersects our street, and, and that is the case on that street. And when the lights are green for the pedestrians, anyone who's turning a corner has a green light, also any car. So I have found that it's actually more dangerous to cross that street when there's a green light, because if, at least if there's a red light, you can see if there's anybody coming. But if there's a green light, you don't know if somebody's about to turn the corner. And they don't look out for you. So you have to really keep your eyes open. And I have gotten to the point where whenever I cross a street with a green light, I always look behind me to make sure someone's not going to turn into me. Because otherwise, it's too dangerous. Yeah. So the, this walking, this healthy resolve yeah. that you've done is... Uh, it's kind of backfiring. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I need to... Is that because your life is in danger? Is that why you're getting so angry? Or what is it? I think it's mostly because of that. I mean, people do do rude things all the time, and I have to say that makes me mad too. <laughs> like Even, what? Well, like, okay, here's another thing that happened today. So I was walking home from work. This is about <clears throat> half an hour ago. And a woman comes up to me. I believe she was Italian. Her Italian seemed like uh, with no accent. And she just asked me where the bus stop was. <clears throat> but she didn't ask me in like a full sentence. She just sort of said... Oh, the 23 in Italian. She said the 23, which already I find is rude. Like if you're, if, you, if you're asking me where something is, ask me, you know, ask me, say, excuse me, do you know where the 23 bus stops? Anyway. Is that because you look like you might be a foreigner? It could be. But then if, if I, if it's so obvious that I'm a foreigner, why are you asking me for directions? Because if I'm a foreigner, I probably wouldn't know. I mean, I do know, but obviously <laughs> if I live here, I hopefully speak the language. So you know, you could ask me in a full sentence. But that wasn't the annoying part. The annoying part was that as soon as I started telling her where it was, as soon as she got the idea of what I was saying, she immediately walked off in the direction I had indicated her without A, thanking me, or B, even giving me time to finish my sentence. And I mean, I, I didn't want to stop and give this woman directions. I did it because I'm a civil person. And so I was very annoyed at this and I actually <laughs> said something to her. And I kind of I kind of said, you know, something like, I'm sorry, you know, do you know how to say thank you or something like that? She didn't understand at first. She thought I was still trying to give her directions. And then I said, do you not know the meaning of the word thank you? And she said, ah, blah, 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 which basically means, yeah, whatever, and walked off. <laughs> I love this is an, an unexpected side of Tiffany because I always knew that I always knew you were scrappy, but uh, I've never seen you yell at cars like you do here. <laughs> I didn't know I was like this either. I, I've always been kind of <clears throat> as a kid and even as as you know, as a young adult, I think that I was pretty soft spoken. I mean, I'm very 
loud. I like to tell stories and I like to be the center of attention and all that, but I generally don't yell at people. I don't like to fight with people. I don't really like confrontation. And actually the same is true today. I don't like confrontation unless it's with a total stranger. And then I kind of relish it. Don't ask me why, but but if somebody does something that I think is totally unacceptable, as long as they're a stranger, if it's like a friend, I might, I might have a hard time calling them out on it, which is, which is my issue, obviously. But, uh, but if it's a stranger, I will yell at them and I will, I mean, I've slammed the hood of a car more than once. Once it happened, I was crossing the street. It was a crosswalk. This woman was stopped there. And she was moving up, moving up. And eventually she touched me with her car. She didn't hurt me. But it made me so angry that she would, with her big car, because of her impatience, she would get so close to me that she would touch me. It pissed me off so much. I slammed my hands down on the hood of her car and yelled at her. And uh, so, yeah, I have been known to do (laughs) stuff like that. What did you yell? Do you remember? I don't remember. It was several years ago now. But I was just commenting on the blog of one of my friends who um, invented a great hashtag called uh, commuter face for the miserable look people have when they're in commuting situations. And I had commented on this blog saying, you know, this is basically the same story that I'm telling you right now. And she said, oh, I remember, I remember you yelling out the window, yelling, not out the window, through a window, clearly, <laughs> to a driver and saying, these are, well, it doesn't really translate in English, but basically I said, this is a pedestrian crossing pedestrian (laughs) I have to say that yelling at someone in a foreign language is easier than yelling at them in your own language why well I think we talked about this earlier in our language podcast and we talked about how when you're speaking a foreign language you can't censor yourself quite as much first because you might not have the language skills to be able to say something in a more subtle way but also because you don't have the connotation in your head of what you're saying. You know, in your own language, you might think, oh my God, that sounds so harsh. But in a foreign language, it's not as bad, in your mind at least. Yeah, yeah, I see that. I was impressed. This is a, a not something I did because unfortunately I don't have the language capacity yet to um, be able to yell at anybody <laughs> or even stand up for myself if they're screwing me unless I try in English, which I do sometimes. But, um, but the other day I was standing at a crosswalk there must have been something wrong with the light because it was just not turning, not turning green, not turning green. And the crowd that's amassing on each side of the road is getting larger and larger and larger. And next to me is this elderly woman uh, from here who is maybe in her mid seventies and she's just getting more and more furious, like that, that the light hasn't changed yet. You know, as the minutes go by, she's starting to be like, ah, ah. You know, like this, (laughs) as the cars are zipping by. And there's no break. There's not enough room for people to just walk into traffic and hope for hope for the best. This woman is getting more and more annoyed. And finally, I don't know what her triggering factor was, but she just marched out there like she was a soldier and just stuck both of her arms out. And all of the traffic just squealed to a halt. By this time, it was like... 50, 60 people all just started going. And so the traffic had to stop. And I I was so impressed with this woman. But of course, her head was going to explode if she didn't do anything. Like she was building up a, a fury. And, and luckily, she didn't. wasn't the story of me watching an old woman get creamed by the traffic in Rome. Thankfully, but thankfully. Yeah. Yeah, those old ladies, they, I mean, I can only imagine after having lived in Italy for 
70, 75 years. I mean, I would have lost it too. I mean, but it's only so much you can put up with. So does that mean you're not going to keep walking to work? I don't know. I don't know. I, this morning I decided not to walk and I thought, well, it's kind of raining. Maybe I'll just take the bus. And I waited for the bus for 25 minutes. Either way, I get pissed off. I think the only answer is I need to start working from home. <laughs> yeah, really. Seriously. Or I need to move. It's universal any big city, right? The traffic is going to... It's just going to be a pain in the butt. I, I was traveling um, with my parents last summer and I think we were in England and it was the same deal. A car did something to a biker. I don't know if it hit them or what. The point that we stepped into the quote-unquote conversation, I suppose, was when the biker had pulled his bike off into an alley, jumped off his bike, grabbed his bike lock, and smashed out their back window. The driver didn't even stop. I would assume because they knew that they had done something completely in the wrong. But how did the guy have time to get off his bike, get his bike lock, and smash the guy's window if he didn't stop? Guy got stuck at a red light. Oh, sweet. <laughs> but I mean, I would never be a person who would do something like that or... If it's I would get the license plate number and call the police. If they really, if they hit me, I would, I would sue them for sure. Wouldn't you? A good, good American notion. I mean, that's like what we do. We sue people, right? I mean, I've never sued anyone, but I would if they hit me with their car. <laughs> See, I don't like to fight, so I don't know what I would do. No damage done. Oh, my kneecap kind of hurts, <laughs> but it's all right. As long as I wasn't like on the pavement, and that's what I'm really hoping doesn't happen while I'm here. No. Be careful. I've been hit twice. And it's, both times it's happened like really close to where I live. How so? Well, how so? <laughs> you know what I mean. Where, 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 and why? Where well, and why? One time was when I was living on Via Garibaldi, still in Trastevere. This was years ago. I was on my bike, and it was partially my fault. I think I was listening to my iPod. I looked over my shoulder before riding my bike over to the other side of the street, and I didn't look far enough back. A guy hit me, and I fell. I think I cracked my tailbone a little bit. But I think it was already cracked, so I don't think that, because I had heard it before, so I don't think that was a major thing. Um, but the other time, I was just right here, block and a half, right by the Carrefour grocery store, <laughs> and uh, there's a street that's just very difficult. The drivers, they can't really see if you're crossing the street because there's cars parked, and so someone just turned around the corner and didn't think that there could possibly be a pedestrian, because why would there be a pedestrian in Rome? It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, And yeah, so I mean... I have to be honest, I have, I think I have anger issues towards drivers in this city, and I think I should deal with it. I'm not saying that they're right and I'm wrong, but my anger towards the situation is only hurting myself, and it's making me miserable, and it's not going to do anything to them. I wonder if it will reverse once you're able to drive, and if you ever took on driving, if then you'd be like, get out of the street. <laughs> Why are you crossing here? Are you out of your mind? I don't know. You never can, you cannot say what you will be like in the future doing something you've never done. But I find it very hard to imagine. But yeah, I need to get over it. I, I really have an issue with the way people park as well. <laughs> and that's silly because that doesn't, you know, that doesn't endanger my life. Except occasionally people park in this one street that I have to go down. I can't go on the sidewalk because basically they are taking up the entire sidewalk. But well, it, they're it seems like they're entitled. Yeah, it's an entitlement thing. It it's like someone parking in a handicapped spot. It pisses you off, right? Yeah, I've done it, though, in the past. Oh. I know. I shouldn't admit that. Oh. I was much younger. I don't know if we can be friends anymore. <laughs> I was much younger, and I was only running in for 30 seconds. Yeah, that's what they all say. Yeah, no, I got yelled at. 
both times. Well, I'm surprised you didn't get a ticket. Both times? <laughs> By people not who didn't need the spot, but who had... But you did this more than once? I was a young person. I've I learned a lot a y- since then. I was a young person, too. I never did that. <laughs> See, I am self-righteous. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive me, please. All right, I will All right, let's leave it there, shall we? Okay. Me being shamed. Uh, And me being (laughs) self-righteous. All right. Uh, Well, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell. I'm Tiffany Parks. We will be back. Thanks for joining us. We welcome your questions and your feedback. Reach the show by emailing bittersweetlife at mail.com. That's bittersweetlife at mail.com. Hey guys, it's Katie in Rome. If you like the show, tell a friend, spread the word, give us a good rating on iTunes. And we have a donate button at our website, thebittersweetlife.net. If you really like the show, help us keep it going. Thanks as always for listening.